0: plus.
1: Are two of my favorite ever united fans alex baggers my how are you? I'm good mate very good yeah. very good good to be back it's been a while of
2: been away for a bit so mm. I'm good.
1: and since you've been away things have yeah. been happening which we'll get to in a minute yeah. and also joe He's smith
3: how the devil are you <laughs> oh. Nicely done see straight in with that
1: Every that's time. why we love him fantastic
3: um, and you've got pieces of paper that we've now. Oh, I've got some it? pieces of paper. It's what we're going to be talking about today, it's Jay. It's pro- very professional interesting. He is. United have actually, Like you said, stuff's actually been going on, hasn't it? It's, it's weird, in it? It. Oh, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it's weird not standing it's outside or traffic in the morning going. <sighs> so you've heard this
1: story before, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but Jadon Sancho. At or yeah, <laughs> yeah Jadon Sancho. is <laughs> <just, Yeah. he's laughs> not happening. Uh,
3: maybe he is. That's it. That's all <laughs> we do. But now, we don't mind that Jadon Sancho ain't happening because we've got VDBs instead. Yeah VDBs. And there's potential other people coming up that we're going to be talking about. It's great. It's actually uh, proper uh, again.
1: Transfer cup runneth yeah. over. I know. Um. It,
3: it felt like we, I was, I think everyone was just getting a bit fatigued with, it's transfer season, so we like talking about transfers because that's what you do. Um, but there's nothing to talk about and we no. all knew there was nothing to talk about. But each day you open the newspaper and there's still stories about Man United signing people, but you just don't have the, the care and the excitement and the energy because you think, well, there's always going to be stories so we have to report on them because they are what the stories are. Mm. But we all know that these aren't close and how many times can we hear, no offence to Fabrizio Romano of course, we all love him but how many times can we hear the player wants to join United it's just a matter of 120 million euros like we've, we know. We know that. And I know he has to say yeah. I'm not having to go at him all the way reports things at all but the news has stagnated around Sancho for so long that all of a sudden more was that? But the Even that, Van der Beek signed faster than that. It was <laughs> so the, the 24 hour that, yeah. transfer. It like it's Ooh, not official Rebus. yet. Yeah. So yeah. Here we go. Yeah,
1: because it was all foot with Mac. Cause Cause I, I kind of thought,
2: saying. I thought Van der Beek was set for Barcelona and Madrid. I think yeah. with uh, Ronald Koeman coming, in, that was that was the rumors that that's him now. That's where he's going to go. Mm. Go back with Frankie De Jong and play midfield there. That was it. And then it mm. just kind of went. Oh, United are still interested. And then we've got him. It's done. It's finished. It's great.
3: Yeah. It is. Sorry, I just keep thinking Ronald Cumin for some reason. what it <laughs> smells like. Um, Van der Beek then. We've talked about him on, on some of the shows. We've talked about him a little bit. Alex, what do you think to him? Obviously, we're happy that we've signed someone. Yeah. It's not official yet, as, as of the time of recording, which is only very shortly before it goes out, so hopefully not much will have changed. No. But as of the time of recording, it hasn't been officially announced. The reports were that he had his medical yesterday. Presumably past that, there was no uh, contrary or adverse reports uh, as, to, as to the medical, no. but... What do you think of him as a sign-in? What do you think of the sort of the gap he fills in the squad and and whether there is even a gap? Because there's some people, and we talked about a little bit about it yesterday, we'll talk about it as we go on, who were saying, very expensive for a squad player. What are your yeah, thoughts yeah, on, on the sign
1: yeah. um What used to be a good radio station is now just descended into clickbait drill. We'll it's talk right.
3: about that in a minute, but just generally, what do you think of, of the signing of Van Der Beek? How yeah. it was done, the player himself?
2: He's... He's a very good player, obviously. You know, he's, he's he stood out for Ajax when they had their, their run into the Champions League. He did well last season, still was ridiculous goal contribution. I think it was over twenty one, like ten goals and eleven assists in mm. a shortened season, which is really impressive yeah. for a midfielder that has played deeper. I think that you know you signed Bruno, you signed you've now got van der Beek, who both can play in sort of two different positions. Yeah. They can play deeper if you want them to, you can play a bit further forward. And the whole point of him being a squad player, I mean, you put the comparison of look. We are competing with Man City. You know, Mm. their squad is the, you know, for as much as Liverpool did well last season, City's squad is what you kind of got to look to and High watermark of That's how good a squad you can, that's how we used to be. Mm. Where we need two players for each position. And the fact that people are saying, oh, well, you've only got two in there. Well, look Mm. at the end of that season in the Europa League, you're playing Pogba and Bruno, they both look tired. There's no way of changing them. There's no way of saying, look, come off and have a break. Let's bring someone on. Even
3: within a game. Yeah, subs don't even make sense. Let alone no. starting without them. Yeah, like confidence wise, yeah.
2: we need players in there. So it's 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 putting more legs in there. I'd like. To, I'm hoping to see all three of them on there. I think that'll be very good against with teams that we're going to have a lot of the ball. I think that we can do that. I think that mm. with the the back four we've got and with and the the work rate that those three will put in, I think that we could play with all three in some way. And I think that. I think that the quotes that have come, kind of come out today is that Oli's kind of said mm. that to van der Beek, that there is going to be a chance of you will play alongside Bruno and Pogba, which is interesting to see. And it'll be interesting to see But maybe we play a couple of games as a diamond and things like mm. that, whether we try and fit all them in there with the Matic still and things like that. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the fact that, like I said, you can rest some players mm. now. We can actually, we can put some different players and we can change things up a bit. And, you know, there's so many times where City started without De Bruyne, you go, what mm. do you mean I started without De Bruyne? But you go... All oh, right, that's because they've got Champions Bernardo Silva and yeah. that. And that's I was mentioning this to someone the other day about the Champions League. You know, last season the Europa League, you could play a weakened squad because mm. the games we were playing, we are going to be the best team. There's a good chance our group has a top Spanish team, mm. a top German team in them in there at least, and then we're probably going to have one game where we can probably field a weaker squad, assuming so, we didn't lose the bigger games. Ex- and that's yeah. the other thing is that that'll probably be our must-win game in that group. Yeah. So you're going to have to play a full-strength squad in our midweek games now. So that's another round of games that we need to play a full strength team in. So having Fernandes, Pogba, Van der Beek is a good good situation Mm. to be in.
3: Um, And at the risk of unsettling you slightly here, Jay, how deep would you like things um, at United? (laughs) Because Alex (laughs) there mentioned about the depth that this allows us, and I think that's something we were missing. But do you think that... We'll move on to... We'll talk about Thiago a little bit going forward. But how... Much is the depth the issue at you United. Know, that that sort of we look at the sort of the point of the of the of the knife, if you like, and that starting eleven is very strong, can beat any team. We've seen that, but as, as, as Alex said, there you're in the Europa League semi-final, and people are having to go Solskjaer for not wanting to make a sub to the 85th minute. But that's because the options off the bench don't improve the team.
1: No, you're right, and um, I think Ollie's sort of done it in stages. He, with his team, he's in transfers. He you know he wanted to sort out the defence. He brought in Mambasak and he brought in. Um, Harry mm. Maguire for big money, and that more or less, because he's getting a tune out of Luke Shaw, and and bringing Brandon Williams in, that more or less sorts out your defence. Attack wise, with with um, Marshall and Rashford, he, he, you know he got rid of Lukaku and he had them too and bringing in Greenwood, he sorted out the attack. Midfield, bringing in Bruno and keeping Pogba and keeping him happy, it's more or less sorted out midfield. The only sort of thing now is getting that squad like you saying R eleven when they're all fully fit, because mm. when there was fatigue in the, the season. I would fancy our chance against anyone. Mm. If you've got, if you've got a Manchester United fully fit, strongest ever, I put us up against the Scouts, against City, against any team on the planet. Yeah. The only issue is, as you said, is when you get one or two injuries. The likes of when you're bringing in Pereira and Lingard, and to a lesser degree, you can maybe argue that I, I think Fred's had a good season, but mm. I love him. But you know, you might argue mm. that you, you suffer a bit when they come. Yeah. In. Because we saw how Matic is just a cut above those players yeah. in that role. But now if you strengthen the squad and you bring in players like, obviously, Van der Beek and then hopefully one or two others, then that's the next phase, isn't it? You've sorted out your 11, you've sorted out your fence, you've got your midfield sorted, you've got your attack sorted. The next stage is then... Even the goalkeeper is sorting that out because Henderson yeah. signed a new deal. So the next stage is to get the, stro- the mm. squad stronger. Not by signing players who are 6 to 7 out of 10, but the players like Van der Beek, mm. who mm. potentially is like an 8 out of 9 out of 10 player, who will Come to United and want to play and want to mm. start, and he'll feel like he should start. Mm. You know, this isn't a 19 year old from you know Bournemouth, whatever. This is a, a player who's been at a, one of the biggest clubs in, in Europe, Ajax, had a very good mm. three seasons since kicked yeah. on massively. Since no offense so so to Bournemouth,
3: to... you hate all sort of peripheral seaside towns, don't you it? know my feelings <laughs> on that. We don't want to go in and sweat. Cleethorpes, get fucked. Don't stand me on them bastards yeah. at Cleethorpes.
4: <laughs>
1: um, so yeah. <laughs> Um, so it is the next, day. and like he will come in, and like you said, Ollie's convinced him. I'm sure Ollie hasn't said to him, "Well, you know, behind Tomane, Fred, Matic, you're my guy." No. He won't have said that. He'll have said, "You know, you can start, but you've got, mm-hmm. you know, you've got to obviously perform." And, and so we've, it's it's what you want to see. You just to finish on that. Yeah, before, yeah. The point is, every good United team and squad hasn't had an eleven; it's had a fourteen or fifteen. Mm. You know, you yeah. look at someone like Darren Fletcher, for example. You could argue that players like Park and Fletcher
4: mm.
1: weren't even first teamers technically. No. Mm. When everyone's fit at their yeah. their peak, Fletcher probably doesn't get in the team. Park didn't even get into the two thousand and eight final squad. Yeah. I know he played in the semis. But they're almost club
3: legends. Yeah. And that's what you need. You need very good players who are sort yeah. of make up that fourteen or fifteen you choose for the mm. first team. And and this suggestion that oh, it's a lot of money for a squad player, first of all, you don't get players that are good enough because all a squad player is is Good enough. To, good enough for the first team. Any a good squad player, like I said, Fletcher Park is good enough for the first team. But there's someone better. I think yeah, that's that's what a squad 100%. player should be. It shouldn't be well. You're not really good enough for Man United, but you you can stick around. It's yeah. you should be good enough to play any given game. But we happen to have someone even better than that. Yeah, that's all a squad player should be. And Van der Beek, I think to get a sort of player that's good enough to play for Man United against, like I said, Arsenal and. City and Chelsea and, and any and any given game or even if you've got a specific role player like we did in Park, like we did in Fletcher where they might play Bayern Munich or Barcelona or uh, whatever it may be you have to be very good and those players don't cost 15 million quid no. unless you happen to get lucky or you get them when they're 17 or 18 like we yeah. did with Ronaldo you, you don't get a player that can walk into Man United's first team next season uh, it, it, uh, on any given game for 15 quid, very, very rarely, unless you're getting someone at the end of a contract. Yep. Um, like, we, we, you know, Tiago may be an example of that. But the idea that, well, 35 going up to 45 is a lot for a squad player. It's not anymore. That's though. how much a squad player costs. It's not anymore, though. Do you want the, to have a good
2: squad? You know, the, the big signings now are your 60 million plus. You know, yeah. 30 million, 60 million is. The
4: yeah, new Leeds, are spending, million. Million yeah. Yeah, Leeds yeah, are spending 30 million, million on people. That's it. Leeds are spending 30
2: million on you know. their team. We should be able to spend that on. This is it. Like City didn't get shit last year for signing Cancelo for sixty odd million, and yeah. he
3: played he, like twenty five games. Ever- yeah.
2: Everton played paid
1: fifty million for Sigurdsson four yeah. seasons ago, yeah. whatever it was. So, and, and, right. also,
3: and, and this this suggestion as well that oh, he's a, is a squad player. People act as though squad players play four games a season. Yeah, Fred's so not- played 40 games a season. Mason Greenwood, who for most of the season was a squad player, a, a hugely talented one at that, has played the second most games for this season. 55
2: games he's played this season.
3: It's ridiculous. <laughs> Dan James has played 35 games. Yeah. yeah. Brandon Williams has played 30 games. These are squad players. You yeah. play almost a full premier league season yep. or you know thir- 25 to 35 games as a squad player yep. and if anyone's playing 35 games for manchester united no matter how many minutes per game or whatever it is they have to be very
2: good you look at again you look at what liverpool liverpool even their front three doesn't change a lot but they're mm. they're three in midfield they have six players there easily and they've got Henderson, and Fabinho, Lallana played in a lot of games that season. Cater well. Kater, is. Like Kater, yeah, doesn't play and Milner the so there you go yeah. You have got six players they did it against us in the, in the first of yeah. uh, the game at Old Trafford where they took off their whole midfield yeah. and put on a brand new midfield yeah. and it and it didn't they maybe weren't Fabinho maybe came off and Milner come on, but it's still a good footballer coming mm. onto that football pitch. And we just couldn't we couldn't change three midfielders last season. you right. right. Even now we You, you yeah. might as
1: well like you look at the Great United teams, you know, ninety nine. Just Blonquis plays forty one games in that yeah. season. Forty odd Hockey's games. Crap. It, he and, was crap. And, and and wins the lot. Yeah. You know, said he doesn't play many games, he think he plays a handful, but again he's yeah. An, yeah. an integral part of it. And you know, if we aspire to get to those levels we used to be at. Yeah. You yeah. have to have excellent squad players, yeah. you know, and Van der Beek of course he's that. Like, you don't think John O'Shea
3: was. People considered him to be a squad player. He played 300 games for Man United (laughs) as a squad player. Like, Solskjaer. He was, he was in and out of being a 1st player, but he got, what was it, 170 goals for United as yeah. a squad player? Like, squ- squad players your Your, your
2: favourite player, Phil Neville, was a squad player.
1: Yeah, yeah. but he yeah. played loads of games. Yeah. And, yeah. you squad know, now there's talk of a putting of a statue and, and outside of Trafford. And even in that 99
2: traffic. team, Nicky Butt was a squad player. Yeah. You know he was so, never. Yeah, of course he was. He he was
1: everyone's was never... Like, the real reason he starts in the Champions League final is because yeah. Keane and Scholes yeah. get injured... Keen, Skulls doesn't even to start in the Stade Alpine in the no. semi-final No, it's, you know what I mean alright Fergie mixed it up a bit again, I'll give Giggs that didn't
2: one. start against Arsenal you know in the what I mean? semi-final like, and that's all these people think oh, wow, that's ridiculous well mm. no that's what happens you, mm. you want You're a big squad the reason United did well across all fronts was that they had a big squad and mm. could rotate it that's why City for the past few years have been the only team that can win the domestic cups as well oh, yeah. as doing that, because they can make eleven changes. Did they, they lose De Bruyne like That's for dip- most of the last season? Se- yeah, the yeah. season when they, season yeah. before last year. Yeah. And
1: like still yeah. obviously won the league but with ninety nine points. Silva. points sorry. Yeah.
2: They've got ridiculous. They've got Foden who's who's come through the squad who's come through the youth team. But the rest of them players, you know, Gundawan is a, Gundogan isn't a starter for them. No. Gundawans Foden a third come through the youth team. They never mentioned that. No, they never mentioned that. Gunderman, again, they mentioned all these players. Mm. They signed him for 30 odd million quid, and he's a squad player for them.
3: Mm. But he still gets loads of games. It, of course he does. And he can play in any game, that's the thing. So, overall, then, Van der Beek, not officially confirmed yet, but it's as close as you're going to get without um, him holding the scarf. We're happy with the signing? Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Think, sorry, again, it, do you think that sort of slightly more attacking, versatile 8 10 kind of player is what we need? Do you I you th- think we need of a six? I thought we were
2: well? maybe look at number six, yeah. but maybe... We don't Ollie seem to
3: be interested in one. We've not, linked, we've not been linked to any, have we? It doesn't seem so. Could,
2: uh, could Thiago
1: Alcantara fill that role if we slight slightly to him? Great,
3: <laughs> speaking of links, great segue. <laughs> we'll talk about Thiago now, shall we? Uh, in recent <laughs> days, actually coming out literally off the back of the Van der Beek um, deal, we've had the likes of Christian Falk and other uh, German-based outlets reporting that yeah. United are monitoring Thiago, which is mm. such a... Who the hell knows what that word uh, means? I mean, um, it's weird. For don't those of, who don't know, obviously Bayern Munich midfielder, uh, 29, is in the last year of his contract, or we, will be going into the last year of yeah. contract. So, you're looking at around a 25 to 35 million pound fee for him, heavily linked with Liverpool, United now rumored to be interested and <laughs> in monitoring Thiago. It
2: could just be the let's put Manchester United in there mm-hmm. for clicks across the internet. Let's yeah. put Manchester United in there, or. Maybe United, Maybe Liverpool just want to do it to maybe speed up a bit, or, or Bayern do the same thing? it to speed Liverpool, speed up, Liverpool yeah. up a bit. I don't know, there's a bit of that. I mean,
3: you, you I've p-
1: said it though, you just knit the nail on the head earlier, and we were speaking, weren't we, to Florian, I think Plettenberger covers yeah. buying over there for Sport Heinz, and he was saying part of the problem is sort of Liverpool's midfield. They've got six options there, I think. Yeah, yeah. Milner's Milner yeah. still there? I don't think he's left uh, there. has gone. lallana has gone, sorry, sorry so like, maybe down to five. And he was saying that you could look at. Oh, we've got a deliverer? Yeah, we were speaking to Florian Plettenberg from Sportlines, who covers by Munich for them, over in Germany, obviously. And he was saying that Thiago will be open to move to United because mm. he named two things. He said that United are revered in Germany as the biggest club in England, and rightly so. Um, and also, the, he said that he may be slightly reluctant because of the amount of midfielders that mm. Liverpool have got. And, and and I think Plettenberg said to us, he said, oh, maybe if they sold Naby Keita, he'd be more keen to go. And I think, well, that's mm. not going to happen. No. So, I don't know, I mean, the, the, you know, Liverpool don't seem to be coughing up the dough There the were stars. reports this
3: morning, well, there were reports yesterday saying that Liverpool would have to sell someone before they can sign Thiago, right. which is bizarre to me because they've barely signed anyone in the last two years and they've surely made a shitload of money from this new night kit deal, surely they've made a shitload of money from winning the Champions League and then the Premier League and yet they've got no money. I don't quite understand what's going on there. And also, the other report was that the contract demands of, of Thiago were ballistic <laughs> and that United were like... He's up a sec. I mean, to be fair to him, he's 29, it's his last big deal. Yeah. You can see why he wants to get as much money as possible, but would you be into getting Thiago in assuming he was on two ninety, three hundred 300 grand a week? Or You know, if, 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 that's a guess, but
2: assuming he wants a lot of money, it's not going to be 150, is it? It's tough, really, because, I don't know, it's... I, I feel like that's kind of breaking <laughs> what we've been doing the past yeah. past 12 months where we've kind of got players and, you know, Van der Beek's probably on, well, I think it was 120, someone something someone did that. Which Bruno seems quite was, quaint these Bruno, days, doesn't it? Oh, see, oh, like, 100, 120 grand Bruno a week. Bruno's like 18,000, I'm is ridiculous. And possible? And, yeah. and we've kind of, kind of gone away from, you know, we've kind of looked at De Gea and gone, do you know what, maybe that's a bit much. He's maybe going to yeah, go we're next. Him we've got, we've got, we've we've got Sanchez and De Gea were bad deals. weren't? I know De Gea, we love him, but...
3: You know. Whereas even Pogba was a lot. Yeah, Pogba was a lot. And so uh, the, the thing is, talent. for
2: Pogba is Pogba is our best player, and yeah. he is the most marketable person yes, for Manchester probably did United. Did us a bit ever. of a
1: favour as well, giving him that deal, because other clubs are probably looking at it going. Not only we've we got a yeah. massive transfer yeah. fee, we've got to match those wages. So no i
2: yeah, I'd like to see Thiago, but again, that, that is that my, my sceptical thing to say is because mm. I do think that he is one of the best players in the world yeah. in really, that position. Is that good? I think, he's, it, I think again, he just makes it what is he? Is a deep
3: line number eight, isn't he? Or is he it, a is it playmaking sort of, number he sits six. back. Yeah. And he, anyway. The one thing I worry about is, I saw some stats the other day, and I don't want to get too deep into stats because, as we know, stats mean what you want them to yeah.
1: mean. Well, 97% of the stats are made up. Exactly.
3: <laughs> Somebody you will get that um, it took me a second um, but I was, I was looking at stats and, and one of the things that has always been the biggest problem for me with Fred is his ball retention and he gives the ball away too much yeah. and I saw it in comparison McTominay, Fred and Matic all next to each other Fred brings the ball um, out better uh, but Matic plays a lot more forward passes because he, he splits the lines with his passing but the biggest difference is he doesn't give the ball away and that was a thing for years with Busquets with Scholes with Carrick they're not you know going to get in and smash smash no. the back doors off you didn't that's not the same um, <laughs> but they're not going to do that but that what they will do is the what they will do is cut the ball out and they will never lose possession in transition and yeah. that's the thing that fred doesn't do he gives the ball away too much for a number does, 6 yeah, yeah. and pogba does the same because he's learning that position but fred's been there for 2 years now we need someone next to poor Pogba how much of that is Sh- shots by Fred giving away well, maybe, yeah. but we yeah. need someone next <laughs> to Paul who doesn't lose the ball because when you're in that position and you lose the ball especially if you centre-backs to split a little bit to make and play Thiago. a little bit better we're, f- we're screwed and Thiago doesn't give the ball point. away be... that's a good yeah. thing about he's used to playing that position that's the, that's but the... do we need someone who is a number six who tackles who hits hard that's who the can replace Matic Thiago
2: not yeah. even Van der no, Beek. Yeah, Thiago, Thiago Pogu, Bruno, Bruno and Fnatic. Pogba is the best midfield in the world. Oh, 100%. Like, but is it a balanced midfield? I don't care. They're it's never just gonna, that ball retention No I one, one is ever going to have the ball against us because yeah. them three there. That's good. <laughs> so it doesn't... Re- Again, it's like when City, when City have that flow mm. of whatever. It doesn't, you don't need David and De Bruyne to defend because they're not giving the ball away. No,
3: but they do always have Rodri
2: or Fernandinho. I think I'd love him, but I'm, I'm scared because I think they'll It's mad at it because if you look at that, that Midfield, say you've got Thiago
1: Alcantara Pogba and Bruno, yeah, and then on and the then bench f-
3: you've got Matic, Van der Beek, and Scott McTominay. And then you throw that against Scalzi, who could
1: have Anderson, Ronaldo, and Oxlade Chamberlain. You just think that's mad, but yeah, he's you know, he's apparently he's looking at that going, I won't get in that team, so I could go for that one. I it's, don't know, it just seems
2: crackers. I think it's that position, I think it's that number six position because I think for, for them, I think if he's going to play, he's going to mm. do that. I think Fabinho's kind of got that. Set for. I yeah. don't think he's moving out oh. of there. We have they to decide how
3: we want to do our midfield, don't we? That's the thing I we think, think have he's
2: going to gonna play with two sitting. I what
3: think, I mean, I do, are awkward. those two sitting sort of creative w- ball retention players or are they destructive passing the ball through the lines players? I think
2: it all depends on the quality. I think a lot of it depends on the quality of Because mm. as you, much you as will, I love Scott you, McTominay, you put him in there, he gives the ball away more isn't as good as that More than matches, drop. but less than Fred. Yeah. yeah. You're getting a more of a
1: feel to the sort of midfield that Pogba thrived in under at Juve, aren't you? Absolutely. It's getting well, that
3: towards yeah. that because it was like that was Pelle, Marquisio, Vidal. Uh, was
2: Matuidi there? He wasn't then, was he? I don't think was so. was he? But, and then, when he left, maybe. Yeah. Then at fr- the France midfield he played well was Kante next to uh, him. Yeah. yeah, or um, Matuidi next yeah, to him. Matuidi, so Cante. He, he, he does thrive Pogba.
3: with a, a more industrious workhorse next to you know Cante's just never stops running. Matuidi's ridiculous. I mean, Matuidi the same, but then you know Matic doesn't cover the ground, but no. he's Defensive and disruptive, like uh, Kante and Toliso or so yeah. uh, not Taliso, um Matuidi. Do we need someone like that next to him? That's that's Merlin. Because like uh, Thiago's
2: a, a ball player, isn't he? There were some links to Kante the other, the other week mm. because I think Lampard seems to w- want rid of him or doesn't see him. I just, there. I mean, like I, know we, I know we got
1: Nemanja Matic from Chelsea, so it's not beyond the realms of possibility, but I just can't see that happening. Love it I, d- it
2: I don't think Chelsea are d- that daft d- to I do it. I, don't, I just think Because yeah. I think they made a mistake giving us Matic, even though he's yeah. not been... But
3: there is a chance that Chelsea need to sell some players. Yeah. Because as much as <laughs> they've, as as much their, their own, owners have got loads so of money, far. their owners got loads of money, but as we've seen with financial fair play, who are? Who was the captain? Kante was the captain against, against Brighton. In a pre-season oh, that, friendly. Right. I Brian. mean, it's it's all right when he's on the pitch, but that's half the games he isn't on the pitch. Um, But... Yeah, they, they they've spent a lot of money. <laughs> he was the captain against Brian in and and a friendly. Can you switch the camera? Yeah, <laughs> they've got Is they've exactly got a lot of money yeah. and they've got rich owners, but they still can't just spend what they want because, as they know, financial fair play comes in and gives them a year ban. So they spent two hundred and fifty million or whatever it's going to be. I think
2: they want rid of Jorginho before they want rid of anyone else. I think he's out yeah. the door before. Captain. But he's not. They're not going to get money for him. No, whereas Kante, they get they they get might, 40 million back. Yeah. You, you get that They've
1: back. got like 59 players that they can just get off the books, haven't they? They've got yeah. a, a ridiculous amount of players yeah. who are actually Chelsea players. Mm. Do you remember when like, they, they had a transfer ban that wasn't a ban, where mm. they recalled all the loanees and it yeah. was just like they had four squads worth? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, Lampard's found a gem in Mason Mount and Tammy Abraham's like... Mate, he's had like yeah. sixty players. He's Twenty-two to years. From he's, he's had yeah. four years yeah. of like, and some of these football been, league yeah, it was like Swansea's number nine for a season, and yeah, um, exactly. Villa's number nine or whatever. It's just madness. So I don't know. I'm always a bit skeptical on what's going to go on. I mean, love cante I, but I think that's not going to happen. Mm. If, I, I personally would love to see to see us get Thiago, but we do have to be cautious with those wastings because yeah. th- we're still recovering from the Sanchez deal. And it, it <laughs> we exactly just you know yeah. we had to give in the
2: money to take him away from us. It kind of. Um, my wife You know, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like losing Anda Herrera We lost Anda Herrera because of Alexis Sanchez. Because mm. here he went. Well, well, I start every week, and why is he yeah. on double what I'm gonna? buy have been offered? Yeah. So that kind of happens. Now that only takes Thiago to come in, and then Bruno go. Hang on a minute, mm. like I've come in here, and I'm, I'm on, a on third. I'm on the I've third changed of, the world. I've changed yeah. the world, and I'm on third of what Ivan. I yeah. like it here, but come on, lads sort yeah. this out. And then that all starts. You, you don't know how that can... No. Whereas.
1: Yeah, you'd have to... I mean, I don't know how these contract things work. Maybe if you did it like you got a
3: signing on fee or whatever, massive bonus that way or
2: whatever,
1: yeah. or some sort of structure, I don't know. I but don't, the yeah.
3: thing is, if Bruno keeps performing, he will get a, a contract renewal in about two years where he's on 250. And that's, and that's, that's not in doubt just, that's, if, yeah. if he keeps playing. But, but again, them, unrest very, happens overnight, and then especially him go, when it's someone coming in Well, like, I'll just go to PSG. Yeah, it doesn't take long for... You know, everyone, everyone thinking, what the fuck? T- yeah. t- we brought him in, and he do not even start. And he's, yeah. and he's on 300 grand a week. I understand yeah. that. Right, let's move on then. Uh, speaking of Alexis Sanchez, <laughs> um, <laughs> All or Nothing, Tottenham Edition, aka, let's get Man United's manager on there to, for a few more views. Um, honestly, right, first of all, okay, for those who don't know, Amazon Prime, All or Nothing documentary talk- following Spurs last season. I'm sure a lot of you have seen it. Um, they skim, skim, skimmed over the Pochettino era, didn't they? Like, yeah. he's been here for five and a half years. He got him to the Europa League final. Oh, he's been sacked. No, Here's Jose. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was yeah. literally gone immediately. No you one do cares. Know, so do you, do no. Know. I don't know what even that... I need that. Um, <laughs> but, like, they were like, Jose's here, episode one. Like, I'm sorry, that happened halfway through the season, didn't yeah. it? He's like, nah, that happened yeah. at the start of last, this season. Tottenham didn't exist. Yeah. I love, first of all, I'm just talking here because I love it. Uh, I loved the... Tottenham Hotspur are now uh, a star-studded team, full of world-class internationals. Oh, that You're like, what they haven't won a trophy in ten fucking years. That world-class star-studded yeah. team with a lovely tra- with a lovely stadium with a nice gold chicken on it. Um, <laughs> you've Reed. watched all or nothing, have you? I've yeah, only, I've only watched I, episode I, I, one. I watched I'm I'm talking, I, the I watched
1: them all three of them last night. Yeah, me enough, um, when you were talking about it earlier, um, yeah, it was it did sort of sort of fast-forwarded through the Pochettino yeah. era or the Pochettino beginning of the season. Um, I'm, I'm... I- Regardless of what you feel about Jose Mourinho, he's mm. great box office. It's the Jose Mourinho it, show yeah, by the way. It, For it anyone is. who is interested who hasn't seen it, it's I've not about Tottenham, it's, it's about, about Jose Mourinho. Like, and I'm you always say like I'm no man is bigger than the club, well, you'd argue that he probably is because would you yeah. be watching that if he wasn't on it? Probably not. He's, he I'd is box office And and I'm always I'm always fascinated by Jose. I think he's a very interesting character and even mm. his, you know, his time at United even it's it's a mixed bag because you mm. think about a night in Stockholm and things yeah. like that and then you think about, you know, the the, the last few months where it was just all going tits up, yeah. so you know it's, it's always been a bit of a roller coaster when Jose Mourinho was in town, and this is it's it's, it's great. To tell you, it's fascinating watching how he's handling different players. It's interesting, mm. and I'm just like you know I'm, I'm interested in how a Premier League club is running the, the different yeah, things yeah. they go through. It's it's always interesting, but yeah, you know Jose and and how he's handling it and mm. the results he's getting, and it's it's always weird because. You sort of, you know how the, the the season goes and how these games yeah. f- unfold and stuff. It's yeah. how he reacts to them and and they've obviously got some some characters in there the like Deli Ali and, and Eric Dyer was a, just, a big focus of one of the I episodes. I just like the,
2: yeah. the first way he came in and just kind of like he didn't get them all together and go I hey, I'm Jose. He just no. went right on the training field like waving them out. Just wait, come on, lads, on your call, yeah. just
3: like. And I liked how he went over to everyone and was like, "What? What? What? Do I call you? Who's? Oh, Harry, because it's Harry Winks and Harry Kane. Yeah, why like, did okay. they call him that? Okay, Winksy, because he's Harry. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I, I like love the because, reaction to regardless Sissoko, of, like I said, the to Sissoko
2: when when his assistant comes into his office and goes, so that's, you know Sissoko's quite a big personality. Just he really just goes. <laughs> fuck. Because <laughs> obviously he doesn't yeah, want to play He just goes, it. he thinks, fuck, I've got to play him now, I? have got to keep him around. It was he interesting what he said
1: about Fergie, wasn't it? The only bit of advice he got of Fergie was to sign Deli Alley. Yeah. Which I thought was a bit odd. I didn't see that one coming. I don't in, know, no. I
2: kind of, when Deli Alley first came onto the scene, you are like, he is, he's everything that Fergie would have wanted in mm-hmm. a play. He's got a bit of quality, but he's got that Box but Rudy, he's got that, you know, dickishness he's got a, as well he's got everything. Which about
3: when he's, when you play for Spurs and you're watching from that side, you think, oh, he's a bit of a twat. But if he's playing for you, you don't mind the occasional studs up, the occasional elbow. Like, yeah, yeah. you kind of want a bit of that. Yeah. So you can see
2: why Fergie would have liked him. And it's interesting to see Jose the way he came into Deli Alley and said that. You know, I think, yeah, you know, he's, he's just, lazy in training, said in front of everyone. In front, <laughs> saw of it immediately. He like around the
3: other side of the plane. Deli was like, that. yeah. Fuck this.
2: And he just and literally went over to him in the first training session and said, you're lazy. You yeah. need to fix that. And then in the first meeting was, yes, Deli, we know you're lazy, but mm-hmm. in this game, you aren't going to be fucking lazy. And, yeah. and you can see how in certain teams and in certain, you know, if he's done that to, you know, if Paul Pogba's taken that the wrong way, which is probably what he said to him at some point, or he said that to someone in the yeah, United yeah. squad where they've just gone... I so don't it was, need to be. It yet. was
1: interesting. You mentioned Eric Dyer when well, he had that talk, and obviously Eric Dyer speaks Portuguese. He grew up in Portugal. And you feel like, oh, all you know. he said, I, I tried to sign you years ago and yeah. I rate you and all this. And you think, oh, there's a real bond there. And then he takes him off after half an hour. Again. Yeah. <laughs> again. In the next game, Eric Dyer's just sat there like, oh. proper devastating. Oh, he's he over, mate. lads. <laughs> mate, never, never, um, never get too friendly with Jose. Only goes one way.
3: But yeah, the, the way he spoke about he said, um, if if you do what I say, if you give, you can't give eighty percent. You can't give ninety five percent. If you give a hundred percent, I'll have no problem with you. Yeah. Uh, but if you do, then I'll be a bastard to you. Whatever you I mean, said, he and you can see how that would work with yeah. him, especially. And you can also see how that kind of mentality and that kind of managerial style, which let's not forget, as much as I don't think Jose was right for United, and obviously I think when he left, it was the right time for him to go. He is one of the best managers, and I was saying before, not just as a football manager, but when you know compare him to. A manager event like a manager at B&Q or a manager at a car wash or any kind of manager the way you interact with people is how you manage people he's one of the best and most successful managers of any kind yeah. in you know the history of the world you know he's <laughs> yeah, uh, he but he's, nah, he's nah, as good as he's it gets yeah. and you watch the way he interacts with people and the way he speaks to people and the way he said to Del Ellie, I don't know what it is you don't have to tell me but your career did this and then did the, is is now doing this yeah. and you think you know the way he, the way he approaches things and just being able to see him working and and obviously there's a respect and a, and a an interest there from a United perspective because he was the United was manager put, yeah. he's it's very it's interesting, interesting, it's interesting to, watch. to me like as well with him and Harry Kane
1: mm. yeah. he's very friendly towards Harry Kane sort of he lets Harry he, the, before the the matches like do you want to yeah, talk yeah. or shall i he said, oh, you're a movie star type player. And, and yeah. I, always, I always think with Josie, he has those types, especially with strikers. He tends to let yeah. strikers just get on with it. Did it with Vibra, didn't he? He's the yeah. only player that he, uh, manager that never really had an issue his no. line. Um, you know, even Lukaku to a certain extent, he brought him in and just left him. to it, He decides he? that players yeah. are his guy. Yeah, and he's yeah. like very much like with Kane, who's obviously the focal point of that team. Yeah. and he, there was never really, you could see there was, he wasn't going to have an issue with him. And no. He was like, "You're
3: you're great, you're a star." Silent leader, get, all that yeah. stuff. None of this. He doesn't him. he doesn't shout enough. He doesn't you know the things you could throw at Kane as a captain. Just, he's like just he's a silent leader. Just like, praised yeah. okay. praised
1: him and like obviously gets him involved in the team tours and stuff. Like, I don't know, how, you know, I don't know the wisdom behind that one. Yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, I don't think Harry Kane's fit for giving <laughs> Team talk, talk. Let like alone the team <laughs> talk, but that's another story. But yeah, he's obviously on board with him. But the other ones, like, because that that dressing room and that club has issues. Yeah, like yeah. it was, to- it was pretty toxic just before Pochettino left. You've got players running out of contracts. You've got players' with discipline problems. You've got you know just players not performing. Ericsson wanted yeah. to leave. I think both centre backs the contracts were up for renewal, mm. um, and you just you know Deli Ali's had disciplinary problems, and it was like he's he's sort of you, you know. He's got it all together. Yeah, yeah.
3: But as we all know, Tottenham didn't end up having a good season. No. Really. And you look at th- when he first comes in, he's talking about top four, top four, top four. <laughs> they got within six points, was it? Yeah. Going for three points and then they lost to either United or there was someone else that lost to. I
1: think was Chelsea. I think yeah. it was three. Yeah. Oh yeah, they lost yeah. to Chelsea, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um but the emphasis was clearly on top four when he arrived. Obviously they didn't get top four. But I like some of it how when they lost one of the they lost to I think it was Chelsea, or they lost one of the games, and he came in and was like, "No, that's it. That happens sometimes." Like he's not. You imagine him just screaming every time they lose, and obviously no. maybe that that sort of you know bedding in period where he's coming in, and he doesn't want to uh, upset people so much so early on. Like with Eric Dyer, he dropped him after thirty minutes or subbed him off, and then was like, "Usually, if I sub someone off that early, they won't play the next game." But for the sake of team spirit and my relationship with him, at this point in my. Career at Tottenham, he played him again the next year, didn't he? Yeah. So there's little things like that. Where it's just, it's
2: it's, it's, interesting it's nothing other than interesting. Yeah, no, yeah, it, you're you're right, it, just it's interesting to see how is. he does things. Yeah. And, and you can kind of pick up on Such where things could go person. wrong. Yeah, you know, and and the way he said it to, I think he had that meeting with Harry Kane early on as mm. well, and he said that, he said we should be doing better because I you're a better team than I at Manchester United, and, mm. and you're nowhere near where I was then. Yeah. and you know just for him to be that blunt do, as do you well. think
1: that's, there's an element of truth to that though absolutely when you know remember like United sorry when he took over there and I remember like Pochettino's last game he had like Lucas Moura Harry Winks Christian Eriksen on the bench Yeah. and at the time we had like Pereira starting every match mm. no, this, yeah. I don't want to make it bashing him but you know he's not well the yeah think I mean, about the I team that he went into that squad and our squad at that time you know, you probably said they would have bet they had the better. Well, I think everyone to
2: choose from. Everyone looked at them this season coming in, and it, they signed in N'Gbeli, and you kind of went, you know, they could push mm. Liverpool and City this year. You know, everyone it, thought top three, didn't they? Top was, three. Was well, was was they
3: got Champions League final last yeah. year, and they, stre- as, as, and they strengthened as, we've as well. We've never been allowed to forget. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you nearly win a title? Yeah, um, oh, and they
2: strengthened as well. But yeah, they know. strengthened,
3: yeah. Yeah, it's anything like
2: that. I
1: mean, I didn't watch the City one because I just couldn't. No, be, I could not. be too much of a rival. Watching and that, and we the know they were utter propaganda. The only propaganda. thing that was good
2: watching that was Do you know what I mean? when we beat them from 2-0 up. That was the best. <laughs> thing. I, mean, I honestly I haven't even. seen I didn't that. even That's, watch stats. Oh no. I just, just, just
1: thought watch. everything about that stunk. Yeah. It's just glossing over the real reason that they got sucked over. Absolute Pep wank fest, mm. and I can't be doing with any of it. And so the thing with
3: Tottenham as well is they've always been one of those teams that. The memes of lads, it's Tottenham, and we've beat them in some good games, and we don't lose to them that often. And you can, I can, whilst they're a big team, because they never win anything, you don't even feel bad watching them win the odd game on a highlights reel at, yeah, like that's that. Because we, we know we beat them this season, yeah. we know we beat Jose. They sort of glossed over they're, that a little I bit. I thought as well. that was like, I was broccoli, like, like, the next game is, is Jose's feno- uh, uh, last team, Manchester United, and then it's like, just goes dark and it comes back, they lost to United. <laughs> um, <laughs> And that, see, that was I'm it. Though. I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that'd be good. But I, I was expecting a highlights package. dress you don't see any of the dressing room stuff from that game, do you?
2: No, but no, I, I don't think United have said you can come anywhere near us with them cameras. You Maybe yeah, the Old stadium. Trafford wasn't it? You can oh, use oh, the game and just put You point. ain't coming through that door. That makes sense. Cameras. Yeah, because
3: yeah, if you get if there's some scuffle and there's Jose getting a you know pieces thrown at him or whatever, <laughs> we, no. we, we we don't want that. But it is very interesting, and you do have to have a little bit of respect for for. Not, I don't. Tottenham are one of those teams I just don't care about. Like they don't really, they don't raise my blood pressure. I'm not. They're not. They're almost just like neutral, just a glass of water of a team. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> the fact that the fact that they've not amazing? won a, tr- you know, they're the only team who's hung around the top four in the last ten years that haven't won anything. They're The
1: only team that finished third in a two horse race. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? But no, even like Leicester have come into in the it.
3: top four. They've won the Premier League. Uh, City and Liverpool have obviously won stuff. Chelsea have won stuff. Even United have won stuff. They the they they have done a good job of. Consistently getting a lot of points. Even that never wins. fucking winning out. They've it's, done, it's, like, it, it, not, uh, no other team has managed to do that. Do you know what? I'm a bit disappointed, though. But shit I, I'm hoping,
1: I don't know how it pans out or anything, but I'm hoping we do see a bit of feistiness from Joseph. Oh, we've got to see something. Like, you know, like, you probably, like the past January No, no, no. We, we need to get no. him into full, like, John's sitting moaning I'll bring you dinner with you yeah. We'll have a fucking right old sore out of so here I want to see out the, out the out ins out and,
2: and outs bit Because that's yeah. the interesting bit for me yeah, he, yeah me too Because he gets rid of Ericsson Which for mm. me is you
3: know. I thought Ericsson didn't come across Very well from the first no, time Ericsson No Ericsson was like You're going to say that Everyone talks about me and it's all false. Yeah, I mean,
1: I'm, I'm just treated yeah. like an asset, and the, you yeah. know, they treat I think you know yeah. about 100k
2: a week. It's like, yeah. When you know. yeah. So Ericsson, and I want to see them when he brings in. He brings in a couple of players in general. he mm.
3: Brings in what's And something? I want to see him in the park throwing tennis balls to Tanke and Don Belli trying <laughs> to get him fit. Ridiculous! <laughs> Ridiculous! Some of the f- breaking lockdown to play footy <laughs> in a park with a professional footballer. The disrespect he showed him there. He's like, oh, he's not fit. Don't play him then. It's your fault. He's not fit. You're his manager. <laughs> Ridiculous
4: Yeah, jo- literally, the Jose They were in the park Running around cones
1: What's, what's going to make this great he's not, You don't want to see Jose being nice to people No wanna I want to see, see him Disrespecting people And getting shouted at Threatening yeah. people Awful. Throwing him under the bus Like he did with Everyone he's ever gone Everywhere he's ever gone yeah. That's the sort of That's the real box office Jose that we want yeah. yeah
3: You want to see him explode And we know he had a problem With Aria Because he's about to go Where he has left And Undone Belly Because he's like He's a fat lad And he ain't playing for me <laughs> He's like, Joe's manager, stop him being fat for a bit. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Just him falling out with people. But yeah, yeah. it's a good start. Um, let's go back to a bit of transfers before we go. Go on then. Uh, we've got Upamecano Upa on Meccano. the radar. Um He's on the radar. Talks of United being interested in him for about 37 and a half million, which by all accounts isn't going to be enough to sign him. No. Uh, we've Mine seen... He's got a, 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 a apparently he's got a release clause that is that is activated next summer, um, that you know is around fifty million so or forty five million, um, so f- people are saying it rumored that somewhere around fifty to fifty five million would be enough to get him this summer. He's just signed a new contract this summer. Yeah, it wasn't long ago. Y- why do not we sign him before that? Is this why are we Fellaini in it again? I don't know. Fellaini. Fellaini in it. I don't know. I mean
1: nothing about what we do in the transfer market and our apologies transfer policy transfer makes a lot of sense to me mm. um, don't know a lot about him but he's obviously a, a good player and I think if you got him then all of a sudden mm. your transfer summer is looking a lot brighter than it did a few yeah. weeks ago because we've all said we need another option at centre back yeah um, if you look here we get up in Cano and we get obviously we've got Banderbeek looks pretty much done Yeah. Um, and one other then that's a a decent summer. And that's a summer I think we all expected. We all expected, certainly everyone sat here. And from what we gathered from people we spoke to who know a lot more about the situation than we do, was that three signings was Mm. roughly what most people seen. if James Cooper sort of said that. that. And that would make sense because it has gone proper cold on the Sancho front.
3: It seems to be that that United have almost like a three-signing policy now, isn't it? (laughs) Like, James... Uh, Wan-Bissaka, Maguire, Fred, and Delo, Fred Delo, Grant. Grant. <laughs> Do you reckon Grant was like? We've signed two. We need a third. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> quick. Have you got anyone who's old as shit and will never play for us? <laughs> yeah, Lee Grant.
4: Um, Sorry, so Lee. I said old <laughs> as shit, uh, not old and shit. Right, right, He's old okay, as shit. He don't, will be don't.
3: on MuTV pretty soon one day as a legend, as a yeah. cult legend. Yeah, wearing that like the black polo shirt, where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. bursting at the seams because they put put a bit of weight on. Um. Yeah, so it seems as though you can't expect more than three signings, certainly not three starting eleven signings. Chelsea have gone mad, which has sort of heightened the, I guess, envy and And jealousy and expectation. Um, You look across it in in league terms at what our rivals are doing, certainly our points rivals in Chelsea, and they've gone for it in a way that we haven't seen United do since, what was it, Tevez... Who else did we get that year? Severs. Well, we got Severs, we've got Hargreaves. we've got Nani. we got Anderson, yeah.
1: we did go for it under Van Hal one summer, though. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah did. We, we did. We did when got we got I think Blinshaw, Falcao and Demon, De Maria yeah. was all one summer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we we haven't you yeah. know, seems,
3: But in terms of money spent Falcao was was yeah. free. Um and uh, but the rest of them cost money. I I understand that, but we've never seen you. No, no, have I get where you are coming from. No, certainly not recently, um, like, you And know, certainly not recently proper. Yeah, going for it, so actually. the idea that we were going to get any more than three was always always seemed unlikely, but for a long time, the whole Sancho stuff got to a point where advanced talks are being made and then dead uh, not dead, was, but it, quiet. So then now this transfer seems to have lifted the mood slightly, doesn't it? It
2: started to feel like the Mourinho summer when he signed Fred, yes, and the low. that's where it kind of felt like we're not going to get anyone in, mm. you know, we're going to, you know, we'll maybe pick up a you know, a reserve left back or something mm. like that, and that'll be it. And we'll just kind of go. We're gonna blame or a 19-year-old centre-back. Yeah, we're yeah. going to blame coronavirus and that'll be it. And then Oli to get thrown under the bus by Christmas and that'll be it. That's that's the project done and dusted we're going to need to Yeah, start. we see that it was, coming. That was the feeling that everyone was getting. But the Van der Beek one, just that one signing coming in, mm. everyone's kind of gone, OK, we're a bit slow, which mm. we know United have been for a long time now. We've yeah. not been quick in the transfer market. But we've got someone and we might get, now look, Meccano, if we get him... I still think there's a. I think there'll be a Grealish. If we don't get Sancho, I think I think Grealish will, will push for that as mm. well. I still think we'll look at someone like that. Mm. I think that we need someone else that will fit in and is an option across that front line. And I think that Grealish kind of does both jobs. Yeah, I think he maybe he can play out wide as well. Plays out wide. Yeah, he, he, yeah, play he, he in, would in be. A great, I, I think it'd be a great signing. Mm. I don't and think want that as to that a happen, but. alternative to Sancho, mm. which I, I don't think you can have because players have been linked to even like...
3: There's no one in the world that fits the criteria that Sancho occupies either, is there? No. For his age, his output, his, his speed, his, his trickery. Like, there's no one who can get that many assists and that many goals and is 21 and has done it in a top league... There is no one else in the world that ticks all the boxes that Sancho ticks, no. and is English, and and knows Manchester. And, like it doesn't <laughs> exist. No. Even even if you're taking away some of the big criteria, there isn't. If you go down the sort of the English side, which United seem to want, there's no one. Grealish, I suppose, is that he's not as quick. He doesn't get as many goals as assists, but he sort of knows. Eng, you know, he's English and his young. Like, but no one sort of does both in terms of quality and just on a personal level yeah. he knows all the lads he's friends with people he's a great age all that sort of stuff he's the only one who exists like that yeah
2: yeah so if we don't get Sancho I think that the worry was that we're going to get no one mm. or we're going to panic and get Kingsley Comer on loan and, and it might not work out or we're going to spend 150 million on uh, Dembele from Barcelona and it's just but not going to work I don't want him you know I'd, and that's said, yeah. I don't think we wanted that but just the Van der Beek signing the links to a centre half I think that that is a clear thing that he wants mm-hmm. now I think there was definitely another centre half in there um, it looks better mm. it looks and I, I don't think don't think United are going to end this summer with a squad that should compete for the league but no. it's going to be a, if it ended right now with Van der Beek, the squad is better than it was last year which is it, the first yeah. time the in the three, three years The good thing as well yeah. about those exactly. signings
1: is Van de Beek's got you know he's only 23 yeah, got yeah. levels to go you mentioned up in Meccano he's obviously a 21, 21, 21. which for a centre back you yeah. might
3: as well be 17 exactly. that's ludicrously exactly. looking for a centre back so you've got
1: you know players which sort of fit that thing of, you know, I mean, you were talking the other day about it, you know, United in three or four years time can have practically the same team other than maybe Matic that we've got now. Mm. And they'll be a little bit better because we've all got, you know, players that even the likes of Pogba is only 27. He's not yeah. like old. No. Or, you know, in terms of football in terms. Yeah. And, and the likes of Mason, Martial, Rashford are all going to get better in my opinion. Yeah. You'd expect them, especially Mason, he expects them to, you know, go up a couple of levels. Wambasaka, you know, Basically, that team is a young mm. team, yep. so hopefully, if we get those type of players, or and eventually, it might not be this summer, but I think eventually we'll get Sancho, mm. who again fits that criteria being young. Then yep. we, we've all said we expect a title challenge, a proper one, in a couple of years, yeah. and that yeah. would happen either the next season if, or the season yeah, after. And that would yeah. happen if you get those types of players yeah. in, because as long as you don't lose anyone massive, like mm. right, mm. you know, Podward stays they- or whatever, you. you, you you know you, your team improves they all get a little bit more experience and then
3: and again we are talking about with Carl Anker weren't we last week where he was saying there are uh, you know t- like it's, it's a common theme in American sports but people have like a title challenge in their head like a timeline whereas you know Klopp isn't going to be at Liverpool forever Pep isn't going to be at City forever they've got the likes of Aguero and you know uh, City have got quite a lot of older players Yeah. Uh, and then Liverpool have got players in Salah and Mane who may not stick around Firmino who doesn't seem to be, doesn't have the output they did a couple I of seasons ago. Him. Well, yeah, but you know, what I'm saying he's he's declining in in his output. And st- and we, and we, we, and that and might be a perfect
2: time for United to do that. Still, Madrid and Barca with everything that's going on in La Liga, yeah, there's going to be some money put behind them, and that's got I think yeah. that's got Van Dyke maybe seven hundred million pounds if City get out. of right? Yeah, yeah exactly. and that's got I think that's got Van, <laughs> Van Dyke all over it as well. Yeah. I think that Ramos retiring and PK both retiring yeah, at the same that's time. A good point. That's got Van Dyke going to one of them at some all point. All the poor, even as well. All the poor yeah. for ridiculous money is that's they're going to be the mm. links that happen. That's what happened with United for, for mm. years. You know that's what happened with Ronaldo is that he got to a certain level, and then mm. they're always going to come sniffing around that's the and thing, things isn't like it? that. And it's how you can replace them yeah. and whether they do. And, and that's when you have to jump on that transition period. Yeah. You know, and that's what United need to do in the next couple of years. The Pogba thing, you know, we we did mention it that signing him to a new deal. Isn't a new sign because it's definitely not, but mm. I still think in everyone's the back of everyone's mind, he was always going to go either this summer or the summer after. But if he signs a deal this year, that could be that's him through this period. Then that's yeah, yeah. him for the next couple of years. I think I think all he's got to get around.
1: I mean, I know it, a lot of people saying well, it's because like Real Madrid or Barcelona or Juventus and haven't been able to to um, spend the money or pay the money that United want for Pogba. But I think Oli needs to get more credit for the way he's handled some of these players. You know, we talked about Jose earlier. Mm-hmm. When Jose left, you know, Martial was disillusioned. Rashford wasn't firing on all cylinders. Pogba watted Luke out. Shaw. Luke Shaw just, you know, gone to the dogs. I mean, it was it was a mess. Yeah. And it was. not I think part of the thing, his problem was, Ollie came in, we won 12 out of 13. Everyone went, oh, he's fixed everything. So when we struggled, he started getting a lot of stick. But I think if you look at what he's done since he's been at Manchester United mm. as manager whether that's caretakers permanent yeah. he's sorted out so many of the issues mm. with yep. these players you know we almost swapped Martial for Willian we almost you know Pogba almost Perisic Perisic exactly you know and these are players that potentially could be here for another 3 or 4 years at least mm. yeah. and doing doing you know great stuff at Manchester United and I think Ollie's handled it well even Pogba even right right up until lockdown just before the Spurs game I saw so many United fans even United, some United fans who I respect going Get rid of Pogba, get mm. rid of him. It, it literally took a cameo against Spurs so everyone's going, mm, actually, good, actually. <laughs> you
4: know we do what? need he's him. really good yeah, him. yeah, he's actually yeah.
1: very talented and we need him. And I only deserve credit for that because there's so many. Pre- there's so much pressure on him and, you know, he was struggling with Miss Pogba and he could have easily gone, you know, we're going to let Paul go, but he's convinced him to stay, however mm. he's done it, and he's getting a tune out of him and that's not, you know, that shouldn't be dismissed.
3: Mm. Um. Just before we go, I want to talk a little bit about one of the sort of nuances of the Van Der Beek deal. One of the things that shocked everyone and has shocked me in a good way, but also I'm slightly concerned or dubious the speed at which we got this deal done literally 24 hours basically, wasn't it? From concrete links being established to Van Der Beek to it's done. I want to talk about the. A little bit about, you know, are you surprised that United have done that because we've notoriously dragged our heels with every deal. There were talks that we didn't even negotiate for him. We literally said, what do you want? 40 million. Okay, here you go. Also, the way that football transfers are reported now, um, Jay, obviously you've got a a journalism background and you are sort of our expert in that regard. Fabrizio Romano has come in and sort of taken the the world by storm. Certainly the transfer world by storm in the last 12 to 18 months has gone from being... Sort of specialist in Italy to being the number one authority on transfers in Europe and across the world, and and British journalism, the the sort of long-standing history of British journalism has not kept up with that, the the sort of commodification and uh, concentration of journalism to I am a transfer specialist has not kept up at all. When is the last time a British journalist broke a story about Manchester United? There were literally reports: Simon Peach, Simon Stone, uh, Laurie Whitwell, whom I all re- I respect all of them and think they're all very good, were literally tweeting stuff like, as reported in other sources, van der Beek is clo-. Like tra- Transfers have, have become... Their own beast under the in, in the internet. We know from the job we do that nothing gets views, nothing gets interest like transfers from us, from the people at home. Transfers are the thing; they are the magic when it comes to football. Uh, certainly in the off season, like between between seasons. Do you are you happy with the way that? Transfers are reported now. Do you like this I am a transfer journalist Fabrizio Romano style where he just goes for transfers and doesn't really do much else or do you sort of feel sorry for the older fashion kind of I write about everything and I ring Ed Woodward occasionally to see what's going on with transfers. Traditional British style journalism. Do you do you think that's slipping away a little bit in this sort of internet two hundred sort of eighty characters of here's what's happening with the transfers and transfers only? I think,
1: yeah, I get where you're coming from and we sort of sort of buzzword has become the Italian journalist mm. I've seen that used a lot um, and they seem to have the thing on the pulse with transfers but as we know from our conversations with Romano and as you just said there he focuses on transfers where mm. Simon Stone does a lot of he reporting does everything. on yeah, a yeah. lot of different things Laurie Whitwell covers all I've seen bumps into Laurie Whitwell at like under 23 games and stuff yeah. like that where you never get Fabrizio Romano go out and watch his local team no. under 23's I presume not anyway so it is difficult for someone like you know, Simon Stone or Simon Peach or either, you know, the the journalists who we rely upon and who, you know, when they tweet, you think, oh yeah, he knows what he's talking about. To focus on transfers across the world, which is what Romano seems to do. He's more or less dedicated himself and we know from our own conversations with him, you know, the first time we were messaging him, you know, I was getting replies at 4 Mm a.m. There's an hour's time difference between where he is and where I am. So that's 5 a.m. for him. And it's like, he just, Barely seems to sleep. He said he sleeps
3: from six am until yeah. eleven am. Yeah, and
1: he just focuses on that, and it's difficult, you know. I'm good mates with Craig Norwood, who used to be the go to guy for transfers for United, and that was, you know, he was always dead reliable, and um, he just focused on United. Though he didn't have mm. like loads of stories about mm. Chelsea and have, and, not have it, but you know, mm. Chelsea or Liverpool, whatever. He was just
3: AC on, Milan, or you know, yeah, he every had club? he had
1: his connections, he had his, his sources that were ultra reliable, but he just focused on United, and I don't think it's it's that much of a shame because I think that what it has done and the sort of the positive you've got from all of this is you know who you can trust you know you Mm. can rely upon we know there's certain journalists that if they tweet you know it's sunny outside Mm. you take your umbrella that whole thing Mm. you know what i mean like you just think all right okay or whatever whereas there are journalists like romano like or especially some of the German journalists where you mm. go, okay, yeah. Now, yeah. now there's something in that. Yeah. Now, now, and the tier, now um, that. as
3: we allude to, obviously in the in the tier one transfer podcast, the tier system that came from Reddit has yeah. been a massive thing in that. But do you think, Alex, that it is? And I don't necessarily think this, but I, I, I've just it's just struck me in the last couple of weeks. Like you see, like James Ducker or um, you know Henry Winter commenting about transfers, talking, doing sort of. Um, opinion pieces on players and this sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. It's well, Romano had the story first. Like the the internet and the and the, the social media way that Romano has so fine tuned his journalistic career into just transfers. Do you think that is a necess- like you know? Do you think I it think is a good thing? Do you think it is something that um, maybe dial or as a bit more putting a strain pressure on everyone lof- else? Yeah, as
2: a philosophical way of looking at football in general. I think that there's a younger element of fans that. Mm have grown up in this FIFA ultimate team state in this ultimate team kind of way that mm. football is about the players moving in between the clubs and mm. that's what, and, you know, having this star-studded team is, is what you want. And and that's where the transfer side of it's coming. Mm. It, it's not about the Saturday watching the football. It's about the summer's almost more interesting to most people yeah. than the, the footballers, is, which is a shame in some way, but if that's how football's gone, that's how football's mm. gone. Um, but yeah, it's, it it doesn't seem that that's the way with the British journalists. There isn't uh, this no. concrete when you when you see something from even like you said the respected ones. You still go, I don't really believe you. Mm. You know I don't. You know any paper says United you know, linked to him. I kind of just mm. go, you know. And I said I, I went away this weekend and, and I did have my phone on for most of it. And my mate would say, oh. Sancho to United for for this deal, and I could tell I've been doing this mm. for too long because the first thing I was, well, what's the source? Because, because yeah, exactly. I, and, 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 I and, don't and believe how for most of the things that get said now, mm. you're like, I t- it's not it's not true, I don't think it's no. true. And then, but then Romano does it, and usually, and the, usually yeah, he's yeah. Right. it's, it's like the, one of the reasons
1: we do the tier one podcast where we go through the tier one news, we go, me and, me and Ronaldo go through it, is because there is like almost that lead table now and people mm. do like have the journalist day yeah. rate we do it ourselves as I mentioned earlier and you know it seems like a good idea to sort of put that into a pocket and go right okay what's Romano saying what's Ducker mm. saying what's some yeah. of the more the ones that you know Winner what's yeah. he saying what's James Cooper yeah, yeah. saying and some of them like James Cooper isn't the type who's going to go well I've got a source here who's going to but he knows, like, mm. he'll have connections and he'll know when something is done. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you can rely on him. He doesn't speculate. He doesn't go, well, I'm hearing in one hand, this mm. might happen. Or, but, you know, he's he's reliable because he deals with pretty much facts. Yeah. So that's why we, we like yeah. him. And, you know, he's not always the first to break a story, but he can confirm mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And I think that's the, the sort of thing is now you've got these journalists who are more reliable. And I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I get where you're coming from. Uh, I'm, well, I'm not... I no, no, I no, no, I no, I know, I, don't you're not necessarily saying, I know you're not saying it's a bad thing, and I don't know yeah. from your own, you know, our own conversations you don't, but it, just from what we do here, mm. it's frustrating because we could spend like if we we spent like say a week doing a documentary on the 68 team mm. that was absolutely you know, we thought it was the best thing we did. We interviewed Alex and we'd, we'd actually done something similar on yeah. full time when we were full time Devils, and it does like 5,000 views. Mm. And then you go, Oh, is the story Sanchez might be coming and it does like 50,000? Mm. And you think, But it's the nature of the beast, you know, yeah. I get it. And you know, it's like uh, people get excited and, and they want to see these players mm, and they want yeah. to hear that they're coming to your club. And that's the way it works. So you know, whilst it is a little bit deflating,
3: it sounds it's it's you know I think it, it is a positive in many yeah. ways. and personally, I think the not to call out any specific outlets, but as we all know, there are plenty of outlets that literally just pedal crap, mem, for knowingly example. doing it, only put, reporting on just false rubbish. This transfer's happening, United want this play, this play, this player. this play. I mean, and, you know it's it's how nice it's like that, an
1: echo chamber as well? Like, yeah. Because you, 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 you do the news as well in the morning, and you'll see a story in like, I don't know, let's say you see it in the Express, mm. and you'll click on it, you'll go, you, you know, United are going to buy Kante tomorrow, and you're mm. like, fucking hell, really? And then it'll go, as reported in the mail, yeah. in the Express article, with yeah. a link. Then you click on the mail, and it'll go, as was reported in the mirror. You click on the
3: mirror link and it'll lead back to some l- source in l- France that, that you've never yeah, heard of. Yeah, and, and, and it'll be like, oh, so it, actually. And as you know, you know, know. Jay, that w- that was never the case. You would never have one newspaper using another newspaper as their source for no. something because no. why did not you do your own journalism? Yeah. yeah,
1: like and now that's again. And, and like you're you going back to the you spoke yeah. to
3: me about how I was a journalist. I you know I'm a journalist
1: in that background. I obviously worked in radio, but it was like if you read something. And in, in a paper, a lot of the time when we used to get mm. our news, get down from what's called the wires from IRN, people like that, where it'd come down like, you know, there's been a shooting or whatever, because I used to do a lot of news, not just sport. Then you get it verified. So mm. I'd ring Greater Manchester Police, or I'd ring yeah. the, the, mm. the root of the source. You don't need to do that. I don't that. just go, oh, well, I've read it on Twitter. Right, mm. let's run it. Let's no. on our bulletin. Oh, as yeah. being reported by, you and, know, and, Sexy and Marshall if, and 95 says the mm. United have just signed. And
2: hopefully Puffer. with all this, and I think the last couple of summers have kind of, I mean, I think Dom did a, we did a graphic last year, and it was just all the players United got linked to, and it mm. was it was literally two hundred plus players that United yeah. got linked to in one summer. I think maybe that's starting to come, or at least in our eyes, down because mm. any other anything that's linked to in these sources just mm. doesn't gather any steam anymore. And I it, think it that, feels like yeah. there is the credibility is you're starting to see that again, and it's yeah. going away from. newspapers I feel feel for
1: some of these papers I know a lot of local reporters I know it keeps slagging off the MN but some of the the news reporters I know the MN are very good reporters I just think their football coverage is absolute garbage Um, and I know there's pressure on them they get put on pressure under Mm -hmm. pressure because it's like they could spend all day you know Neil Keelan who's one of the greatest reporters I know who covers crime you, you know he goes round to the police station and literally mm. speaks to policemen yeah, yeah. about the crime stories on his patch he's so reliable but you know reporters now are under pressure where it's like mm. they don't want that you know nuanced article that's taking you all day to work on they want a clickbait article that brings Cause a tweet yeah, yeah that, that because they've got pressures of money and financial yeah. pressures yeah. Yeah. And, and stuff so it is a sort of self-fulfilling yeah. prophecy that you think have to do that
3: one thing we saw under the, uh, with the internet as you know anyone who's 17 or under might not remember any of this but the, the the initial or the last 10 years of broadband and uh, newspapers and, and media outlets uh, altogether have struggled to get their content to make the money it did in print. Online, and one of the ways they did they got around that, or the one of the ways that has been probably the most common way uh, of getting clicks and likes is put Man United in every article, put uh, get as many clubs as you can so we can get as many clicks as possible. Which has led to, in my eyes, a massive decline in reliability. From even uh, like like, look at Sky Sports as an example of that, they used to be the sort of one of the up there with BBC as if they say it's happening now. They, you know, you 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 barely believe anything they say, the new sort of
1: sports thing to do is, yeah. You'll get, say you get Sky Sports as an example. You get a guy on Sky Sports. Let's say you had Paul Merson on. Paul Mm. Merson says, I think United should sign Lewandowski. Mm. And then you'll have an article that says, United urge to sign Lewandowski. Mm. And it's actually an article based on one of their presenters who's come out with this nonsense that's never going to happen. And they'll do an article on it. And then others, like we've said, will pick up on it. Mm. And it'll be like, United links to Lewandowski. And how you Mm. linked to actually oh, the urged? oh, how we urged? oh, because some presenter yeah. during a 10-minute ramble about yeah. nonsense say, yeah. does saying, oh, he'd be a good player. Yeah. Said just, he's you know. the best striker in the world. Yeah, actually you know, game.
2: But, and then it's like, yeah. you know, that becomes a story and not, in and several it, newspapers. And just, yeah, exactly. And then newspapers jump on that and say, well, mm. they've been urged to. Well, no, he's not. That's not uh, mm. a... And, and, and I think now as a reaction to that,
3: Jeez, we are seeing draw. this sort of filtration of reliability yeah. to the people who don't talk shit it's and just, I think yeah, this is a, hopefully this is the way the internet is going where you have especially social media you have a pool of people you can choose from you like this person this person this person this person and people will realise and people are realising you know the fact that a year ago Fabrizio Romano had 200,000 followers he's got 1.5 million when you did the interview with Henry Winter Fabrizio Romano didn't have a million followers uh, and, and, and Winter did was, yeah. now Fabrizio Romano has got 1.5 million so In you know, two months, he's got half a million followers because yeah. th- this is the thing: people will find the the individuals that do the work that they like, um, and you know that may be a change to the established way. It's of amazing, doing things, what but it's, it's going to bring. What's a amazing new era, is someone of reliability. It's,
2: what, it's amazing that someone doing something right and just only putting out this is what I know and this is the truth. Yeah, is working for him, and yeah. that's and that's the good thing to see is that someone who is pushing this agenda, he's mm. not an agenda, but he's pushing this, yeah. I'm only going to tweet what I know and what I've, I know is right, mm. and this is what's going to happen. And, and that's worked for him for the past 12 months. Yeah. And now he's growing into the, the stature it is. And that's how journalism should be, is that yeah. you're going to put the right things and then people go. It's, it's just reminding
1: me of something, actually. I mean, talking about Craig and we are talking about Alderweireld earlier. I remember me and Craig used to do a Redman po- yeah, I mean Red Cunion podcast. And once the Daily Star ran a story saying, United urged not to sign Alderweireld. And it was off the Red man Quito, it's Daily Star, which is like, you know, it's mm-hmm. not exactly yeah. elite. And it was me and Craig on a podcast talking about how, all we'd said was out of Ireland, he's like, isn't he pushing 30? I don't know if we mm-hmm. should get him. And they'd ran a story on it. it yeah. like, and, and that's the thing i read was... reading myself in a newspaper, oh. just on two mates, which it was, our podcast was just two and mates, it was wasn't like well. professional, having a, just chatting. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just madness.
3: Now that, you know, a newspaper, the, the print media is slowing down as, it, as you would expect it to there maybe hopefully isn't the we have to fill 60 pages or 40 pages a, w- a day no matter what maybe now they can put out less stories that are guaranteed to get more views because they have a, a reliability to them rather hopefully. than just we have to fill the paper no matter what so we'll hopefully see that bit of a reflective can we do wally the week right? before we, we uh
1: before we wrap up oh, you're
2: gonna can we what mine,
1: do wally of the week yeah let's do wally the week go on you're,
3: you're gonna first. knit mine so just no go, go on first. you can go first go on, ladies then. first we'll, we'll go, on. go
2: for it we'll go for danny murphy <laughs> I'm going to go for Danny Murphy. So you have Danny Murphy, right? I'll do a different this. one. What is nice. the one? So Danny Murphy, I mean, I, you did the legwork for the, the tweet that I wanted to put out. I'm the <laughs> Murph- Romano and you're the uh, yeah. Dave McDonald. So <laughs> Danny Murphy said, I see Van Der Beek coming in. That means Pogba's got to go. That's, that's was his, that was his statement right. yesterday. that okay. was a statement Why would you have two attacking, you've got two great attacking midfielders, why would you sign another one for 40 million? And then what was it? T- well, two, two weeks, weeks ago, ago, he put out, they did an article on it. Saying United aren't good enough because the squad depth isn't right, and you just kind of over
1: reliant. He literally joined when we got over a We'll over like Bruno and that look leggy, they need to buy g- someone. And then when we do, he's like, Well, you've got to get rid of one of them, and it's, it doesn't make and any this,
2: sense. And this is the other thing that this whole thing about reliability I think people are starting to figure out that even though you play professional football, mm. it means you know.
4: Nothing. Do you know and what it I'm... Means I'm that
2: it means whatever you say doesn't mean that it's I, right, I, I which I think, think people used to mm. used to think that. You know, if he's played professional football for at Liverpool... The Scousers. The Scousers. Yeah, it it you should know a bit about football. Yeah. And I think that that's been the case. It's, you know what,
1: it's not even that. I think a lot of it. And I,
2: you know, I, I used to love talk
1: sport. I did when I was younger. Yeah. Um, I used to, used to love it. I've been on it a few times with Goldstein and, and people like that. But it just seems to have gone massively... Down the clickbait route. Mm, yeah. To the point when they have callers in it, you see them clipping up these callers and putting them on on the Twitter and the, oh, we had this caller in the other day and it and it's like well, I, I think it's borderline sometimes. You've got mentally ill people on there. I'm not mm. I, don't, I don't use that term line. I'm not I'm not belittling the people you know mental illness, no. but it does sound to me like when I listen to them, I think that guy's not well. Well they had yeah, five yeah. Yeah. they mean, had five like,
2: people on like, that said that Messi go- isn't good enough. Like mm. for the Premier League and you just kinda go in But you you know, we do no. it ourselves, we
1: could go through all our comments and find like the most ridiculous ones and then clip that up into a video and go oh you know United fans says that Mm. we need to sell Rashford and Martial you know you will get outrageous opinions you will get people that are just taking the piss Yeah, Yeah. and they seem to have just gone down that route and have almost forgotten the the idea of like a proper debate about serious issues and just gone oh you know what we've got Dave from Leicester who says that looking um, city she says his mum should be playing for Barcelona, yeah. and, and they'll put him off. No, she oh, yeah. shouldn't.
3: Yeah. How old is she? 58? She's just too old for boss like taking yeah. seriously. Yeah, these lo- how, just, much, how much does she and, weigh? And this man, yeah. yeah, and really it's ridiculous like, yeah. stuff. And of it's, like, it's, like,
2: it's not, you know, yeah, he, he's Acting obviously as though every opinion, the no matter no who thing it's is, from, and this might have been the way they clipped it because I only watched a clip of it, but it didn't sound like anyone kind of went, You're talking nonsense, you know in mm. these kind of shows if someone came out with that kind of comment sh- surely someone in that studio whoever he's on with should go yeah but they used just, to have that they used to have a lot sometimes the, you would listen to well, just two surely, presenters arguing which wasn't that great they, in they itself need, but they like,
3: at least used to have some sort of check of surely like surely they go
2: Yeah, but I like, think we need squad depth you know when you without you someone you saying sort
1: of that like, and it undermines you because like years ago when it used to be like door and people like that he used to do like the daily Arsenal, with minor wind Arsenal fans, and it was very, it was quite funny because he'd mm. do that, and then sometimes he'd talk about serious stuff, so you could sort of see that you know he might have a point when he'd say things like "oh, jog was better than unreal or whatever. Mm. You'd be like, "it's oh, quite," but b- when you've just got a stream of nonsense, mm. then it's just like, "oh, I'll tell you what, oh, you know, fucking uh, Scott McTominay is better than uh, the Messer." It's just like you're never gonna get sort of into this where you think. Oh, what I can't believe you're saying that because you think, well, they just put yeah, nonsense, they don't believe yeah, it, yeah, no. all the time. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'll go with uh, you know, Mickey Gray's, Mickey we'll Gray's, Gray's been that. doing it today, so I just go with Talk Sport
3: as well. There's you know, our okay. Wally's of the week this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, should we call it a day there? Let's. Yes, that's been me. a lovely, a lovely podcast. Yeah, um, we did not get heated this time, we didn't have a row, no, no, we didn't no, have no, a no, row, we had a row about talk Sorry. sport instead. <laughs> um, but yeah, let us know what you think to this, uh, deal of van der Beek. Is there part of you that sort of Suspicious, almost, of how quick this deal came together. Is it a strange so, uh, removal and, and separation of United's normal transfer? Do you know why it knees? came down
1: really quick? Here we go. Do you know why? Why? Because the greatest Great.
0: goalkeeper <laughs> Manchester United have ever had, Van der Sar. Van 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 De De S- S- there you go. Undisputed, uh, the, disputed, the greatest goalkeeper that
1: ever put on for Manchester United. Greatest um, transfer. Anyone else of who says otherwise is completely is fucking a f- stupid. A
3: <laughs> um, right, that's going to be all from us. Like I said, let us know what you think of this transfer in the comments. Let us know whether you think this is going to be <laughs> the match that lights the bonfire of transfers at Old Trafford. It looks like United are targeting the centre-back, potentially another centre-mid, and obviously Jadon Sancho is on the list as well. Uh, let us know what you think in the comments below. Thanks very much, lads. It's Jeez, been a fun mate. podcast today, hasn't yeah. it? Very enjoyable. very enjoyable. And not being interrupted by two parcels at all, so you won't even notice the Did cuts there. you get there. your cream, by the way? Yeah, I got my cream. Right. <laughs> it's less red now, anyway. Oh, no. So uh, told
1: you,
4: we've all been now. Yeah, red flag flying high. Right, <laughs> that's going to be all from us. See you in a bit.